Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Girls Talk. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Abigail. And we are your hosts. I always want to add an adjective now since we were doing that so much, like, in the beginning of season two, but I always, like, blank last second and don't know what to say. Yeah, what we should do is we should um, start (laughs) saying we are your soon-to-be graduates in X amount of days. Oh my god, we should do that. Oh my god, I should start, like, uh, my whiteboard right here. I should start, like, counting the days down. down. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm gonna do that after we're done recording. I'll forget, but I'm gonna do it eventually. (laughs) So, uh, as always, we're gonna start with the housekeeping stuff really quickly, but I'm gonna try and do it as quickly as possible, because we already know this episode's gonna be really long, but it's gonna be really informative and really fun. So, yes. Yeah. I'll talk about the first one. You talk about the second one. Sure. Okay. So we still have the giveaway going on. Um. So you guys, come on. But we are changing the rules a little bit because there were a few people I was talking to that said that they listened only on Spotify. And so you cannot rate podcasts on Spotify, obviously, which sucks. So we're changing the rules now. So you can either rate us and review us and then send us a screenshot and you'll get your stickers no problem just like usual but also now if you take a screenshot of you listening on whatever app that you're using and send it to us or just share it like on your story on or like on twitter or something whatever you'll also be entered into the giveaway so like you're gonna win some stickers so it's a little bit easier now hopefully for you spotify listeners and just anyone in general um so hopefully we get a lot more submissions because these stickers are pretty dope i've been putting them up around in random places i didn't care you <laughs> i kid you not like they're in bathroom stalls they're on my mailbox i put one in the gym like i love it <laughs> some i had to get rid of them somehow <laughs> i had so many <laughs> so if we don't get any new listeners from nku i'm very upset about my efforts but <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Um, okay, so the second housekeeping thing that we have is our final episode, which is going to be on March 18th, I think. I think so, too. Um, we have been trying to decide what we want to do, and we thought about having a guest for that episode, but we really decided on doing a Q&A episode. Um, oh, my dryer just went off. <laughs> so <laughs> we need your questions for us so you can submit them to us on instagram twitter whatever you want but we want to answer what you guys want to know about us so send us your questions and if you don't we're just oh keep going i was gonna say if you don't submit questions then we're just gonna have to make them up and that's really lame so i'm gonna like uh like i did this yesterday on instagram which was like a week ago from when you're listening to this podcast but I put up, like, one of those question boxes things, and I got a couple, but I'm going to do that every couple days just so we, like, get more submissions. Um, but also, I think it'd be really funny if you, like, submitted your assumptions about us, because that's all the rage oh, right God. now. <laughs> like, submitted your assumptions about us, or, like, um, one of those, like, no one, and then it's blank, and then, like, our name, and, like, what what do we say? I know Gabby did that, and it was hilarious. Um, yes. So, if you know what I'm talking about, it's really hard to explain without having it, like, physically in front of you. But if you're hip with the times, unlike me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Clearly, so we're can... not hip because we just said hip. <laughs> hip I know. <laughs> so, if you want to do either of those three things, ask a question, send an assumption, do the, like, no one me thing, whatever. Send it to us, Twitter, Instagram, email, it doesn't matter. We're going to look at it. It'll be featured. We don't have to say your name if you don't want to. I know that's something that people 
not everyone likes. So just let us know if you don't want us to say your name. But I think it'll be really fun. So I think it'd be really fun if we got questions from like our friends too. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my friends will for sure enter. Oh, God. Also, speaking of Gabby, I just want to say a huge shout out for her because she is nominated for the Influencer Rising Star of the Year Award. And like, that's amazing. (laughs) Go her. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I messaged her this morning. I was like, hey, just want to let you know we're going to like talk about it on the podcast. Like we want our listeners to go vote. And she's like, well, actually voting ends tomorrow. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) So anyways, just congratulations to her. She has been an amazing i think like mentor like pal friend photographer for both of us honestly and she's just so supportive and she really deserves the award because she has been killing it like i don't know how she does it so me neither i'm obviously like over here struggling like i want to be her (laughs) intern or something oh my god like it's not fair i don't know how she does it all it's just it's so impressive. I was talking about this yesterday with a uh, cat texting me. I don't know what we were talking. Oh, we were t- originally talking about Niall Horn and Sean Mendes, but we got on the topic of like school, and she was like, "How do you go to sleep every day before like 11? Because I've been doing that, and I'm so proud. And I was like, "Oh, I just don't do my homework." And she's like, "Oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, right?" <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I've been really bad about not doing my homework. So. Yeah. Senioritis. We gotta yeah, love so it. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah, let's get into... Official life updates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, as you can tell, I sound a tad better. You sound a lot if better. You, I do sound... I know. Um, so, if you listen to my Instagram stories over the weekend, I literally sounded like a dying cat. <laughs> it was so bad. And I'm finally feeling better after over a week of feeling like a trash can. I went to the doctor and I have an ear infection and just like a really bad cold on top of it and period cramps all at the same time. So it's just been a really fun week. I've been taking lots of naps. I have not done anything productive at all. Hence why there has not been a blog post up for two weeks. Um, Yeah, but I, thank God I'm feeling better because... I, it was really bad. <laughs> so last week I talked about my mom was coming into town and we went to Ikea, which that happened. We spent a lot of money at Ikea, but she got like everything that she needed, which was amazing. And we got Potato, his little cat hutch thing for his litter box. So it like looks a lot better than a Sterilite container. <laughs> That's like sitting in our office and it holds my plants on top of it. So that's, you know, even better. (laughs) But we went to Ikea in Charlotte and then we went to our favorite restaurant, the Crepe Cellar. So if you're ever in Charlotte, like go to that place and get their burger. It is heavenly to die for. So amazing. Um, And yeah, that's really all that I have for this past week because I have done nothing. Except sleep on the couch and watch gardening videos on YouTube, so. Of course. It's my brand now. Don't it is your it. brand. I'm not hitting on it. I think it's amazing. I know. Like, I really want to start incorporating plant stuff into my blog, but. Do it. I'm like, how many people want to read that, though? Okay, but a lot of people, there's this, uh, do you know who, 
I don't, I don't remember her name, but her blog name was Living in Sunshine, and she lives in New Jersey, and she's, like, a teacher or something, or she wanted to be a teacher, and yeah. she just got engaged. She used to post about plants, and I used to read it, even though I never, I, I was like, I'm never gonna buy plants, but they're pretty, so I'm gonna read it. Okay, well, I'll start doing it. Kat said yes. She said she always kills her plants, so. I do, too. So, yeah, plant content will be coming soon. I'm gonna be, like, the plant content, or plant fitness cat coffee lady. That's my brand right there. That is the best lady. I know. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Um, All right, your turn. Okay, so I have a lot. <laughs> yes, we know, as per usual. I know. So I have decided that I'm going to start using a menstrual cup. This is going to be a very TMI life updates for me, but I don't care. So I want to use one, but I don't bleed anymore, so yeah. I can't. I was talking to my friend, one of my friends about that has an IUD too. Um, so I'm going to live vicariously through you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I have gotten tired of paying for tampons and pads and stuff. And I was, I realized I was like, I had like five tampons left and like just a few pads left. So I was like, I'm going to buy a menstrual cup because I start my period next week. So I ordered one. Well, first I talked to Kayla about it because Kayla tried, she did like a campaign with like a menstrual cup thing. And she, I talked to her about it and she sent me this link to a quiz. It was putacupinit.com, I think. So go check that out they have tons of coupons for different ones and they pair you with like the right cup to use depending on like a bunch of questions and it's not just like have you had birth or not because that's one of like the normal questions when like sizing so I ended up getting the Lena cup it was like I think it was like $24 like with shipping um that's not bad at all it's supposed to last for 10 years so hello that's a lot and of a box saved. of tampons is like eight to ten dollars I know so I know it's gonna like it's a big learning curve, so I that's why I still wanted to have like tampons and stuff left. Um, yeah, but I ended up getting like the large size because I bleed a lot. Sorry guys. Um, <laughs> so I've been practicing like the folds and stuff, and I get to start using it next week. So I may do some like updates on Instagram or something. I don't know. I haven't decided. We'll see what happens. Yes, How please do. So I'll do that, and then also like period related. So I went to the gynecologist for the very first time ever yesterday. Which I feel like most, you're supposed to go, I think, when you're, like, 20 is when it's normal to start going. Is it? I think so. It's either, like, 20 or when you're sexually active. I don't know what it is. I, my mom, I don't know either. I've been going since I was 12, so. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> so I went yesterday, and the lady was, like, really nice to have, like, as a first doctor. She There were some things about her that irritated me, but I don't want to talk about it because it's, like, <laughs> opinion. Abigail knows what it is, but it's, like, personal opinion, and I don't want to force my opinion on someone else, unlike her. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but while I was there, I, they made me get my blood work done, and the last time I ever got blood work, I was 14, and I almost fainted. They could not find a vein. There was a huge bruise in my arm because they could not find a vein. And so this time I was literally about to have an anxiety attack. I was literally sitting in there like, can I ask them if I can play Sean Mendez like to calm me down? I was legit thinking that. Like I was so scared I was about to cry, but it ended up being just fine. And I'm not scared of it anymore because it was completely easy, not bad at all. But I cried still when I left <laughs> because all that anxiety was like built up. But I cried before I got there too because I ended up going to the wrong doctor because I had never been to this doctor before so I ended up at a bone doctor and I didn't know it because it didn't say bone doctor it was like it was like build the building next door and they both had the same name so how was I supposed to know you know 
I was yeah. very irritated, so I cried, and my eyes are all red when I walked into the gynecologist, and I was like, please don't think I'm, like, high or something, I'm like, I'm not, but, like, they, they were like, can we get, like, a urine sample, and I was like, yeah, sure, and I was like, do they think I'm on drugs? <laughs> no, they don't, that's just to see if you're pregnant. Okay, that's what I thought, I was talking to Kyle about that, he was like, why didn't they get your urine? I was like, I think it's because I want to know if I'm pregnant, and he was like, well, that's weird, and I was like, that's not weird, <laughs> like... You're the guy You're the <laughs> I know. That's not, yeah, that's what that's for. It was so strange, but like, it was a whole awkward experience just because I had no idea what was going to happen, but now that it's happened, I'm like, oh, whatever, who cares? Like, I can do this every three years, no problem. Every three years? Yeah, she said you were supposed to do it every three years. I thought you were supposed to go once a year. See, that's, she told me it used to be once every year, but it was recently recommended to change it to once every three years. Yeah, well, I still go once a year. I have issues, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, after I went to the gynecologist, I was like, I deserve Duncan. So, I went to Duncan, and it was, it's not good. I still have it with me because I never finished it. But, like, every time, like, the past four times I've gone to Duncan, it's not been good, and I'm irritated. Because I'm just like... Like, what's not good about it? It's just like, I don't know. I can't tell. Like, this one was way too bitter. Which I don't... Like, this time I got a I got an iced caramel macchiato. And it's like... It just tastes like straight up black coffee. And I got home and I put, like, almond milk in it. And it still tastes like straight up black coffee. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, Girl, that's why you need to, like... You need to find, like, a local coffee shop. I, we don't have any of those here. <laughs> you have to have, like, one. Okay, we do. But they're, like, downtown. And also, no, I went to one on Sunday because I woke up really early Sunday morning to do homework before work. And I went to one called Coffee Emporium. That's a local one. And I got, I don't remember what I got, but it was some iced, I think it was just iced coffee. And it was so strong. It was like, it tasted like acid. I was like, I paid $5.50 for this. Like, I didn't finish it. I was so irritated. I don't know if it's just like, I'm done with coffee or I don't know how I like my coffee anymore. I don't know. But there's that. But like, Speaking of, like, coffee, usually I have this problem when I would drink Starbucks coffee, but now I just have it all the time. I have been so bloated lately, like I said, TMI, um, but it's been to the point where I look, like, four months pregnant, like, every day, and I feel like there's something wrong with me, <laughs> where I'm eating it's probably like and I'm food allergic intolerance. to it. I don't know yeah. what it is. I've been trying to figure out what it is, because I've been really good at about not eating any dairy, so that's not what it is. Unless it's, like, some grain or something that I've eaten. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I'll keep you updated if I find anything out. Yeah, we can go on a... I'm going on a, um, like... Oh, what is that called? Like a... Like Whole30? It's, like, to find, like, my triggers for my eczema, because my eczema has been so bad. And so it's, like, this diet where you, like, cut out all of these things and you, like, slowly introduce them back in. I'm doing that after oh spring God. break, so you we should do send that, that to me. Yeah, because I don't know if this is eczema. I thought it was stress rashes because I got it last year around the time stats started stressing me out. But uh-huh. like, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's my soap because my whole family found out they're allergic to Bath and Body Works, so I stopped using it, and it went away. But it came back again, and so I'm confused. So maybe it's eczema. I don't know. Well, eczema is like a uh, it's an autoimmune thing. So. Mm. Okay. Fun fact. Anyways. What else happened? Oh, so I found out that one of my coworkers thinks that I hate them, and I don't. So I think it's just funny, because every person, I feel like their first impression of me is that I hate them, and I just 
I know why I give that off, but also I think it's funny because I literally hate no one. Do do I seem like the kind of person that would hate? I a think bunch it's of just. People? I think it's just our personalities. Do you get that too? Yeah, a lot of people think I don't like them. I think it's just because I'm very I'm very quiet when I first meet people. Yeah, and like I I just look like <laughs> I don't know. I guess very judgmental. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Because, like, Anyways. it's it's more because, like, I'm scared to talk to you, so I don't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my last one is, so I have a hot professor update. Okay. Um. So, on Monday in class, he, like, we were, like, doing exercises in class. Not, like, real exercises, but, like, Is this someone you tweeted about? Yes. Um. But it, there's an update about the tweet. Um, so you know about this first part if you follow me on Twitter. So he like asked a question to the class and usually like no one answers or it's the same like annoying person over and over again that sits behind me. And mm-hmm. so he asked a question and I like mouthed the answer and the answer was like one. And he looks directly at me and very sassily goes, Well don't mouth that at me, say it out loud and I was like <laughs> one <laughs> And he was like, Thank you And then he like wrote it on the board and kept going. And then yesterday in class the same thing happened i don't remember what the answer was but he was like i mouthed it at him again he was like well what's the answer you know it and i was like oh my god why are you being so sassy with me wow and i was just like i sit in the very back of the class how do you see me (laughs) (laughs) and it's not even like i'm looking like the first time i was looking directly at him when i did it but i wasn't on wednesday so i'm just like why were you looking at me so yeah, those are my life updates. <laughs> cool. So twenty minutes in, let's get. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So um, this episode, as you can tell from the title, probably is about nutrition. I don't know what I'm going to title it yet, so I don't know what you're seeing, but it's nutrition in general, our experiences with it, and just like advice that we have from like stuff that we've experienced and done and read and stuff. Correct. Yeah. So, I guess we can start with sharing our nutrition journeys and how we came to where we are today. We've talked a little bit about these, like, hinted at certain stuffs, but never put it all together in previous episodes, so we're going to do that now. So, Abigail, if you would like to begin. All right. So, uh, this kind of stems, I guess, from, like, last week's episode, which was how we were in freshman, how we were in freshman year, how we were freshman year, (laughs) um... So, in high school, I had a very <clears throat> unhealthy relationship with food. Um, I I just, like, wouldn't eat that much. And it was to the point, like, where, like, every time I would eat, like, I would eat a couple bites and then I would feel so nauseous so I just wouldn't eat, um, which in turn is basically an eating disorder. <laughs> um, so, like, that wasn't good. I would eat like relatively healthy but then I would just like go on these binges of I wouldn't classify them as binges but I would just not I would have like three corn dogs for lunch and then like I would only eat like super unhealthy things for a while it was just not good um and then the whole breakup with my boyfriend didn't help which is why I got down to like 100 pounds end of my high school career like I said in last week's episode, freshman year, I definitely used food as a coping mechanism for just not being happy. It made me feel good, so I just kept eating ramen, uh, Chick-fil-A, Oreos, like all of these super 
not healthy things. Um, and so when I got back from my freshman year, I went to a personal trainer and I started kind of thinking about my nutrition a little bit more. And that's kind of when I started tracking my macros. Um, because I wanted, you know, I wanted to be successful with this personal trainer because we were investing a lot of money into it. So, um, nutrition is a big part of fitness and stuff like that. And that's also kind of why we're doing this episode because I don't think people realize just how much, like, the other 23 hours that you spend outside of the gym is into your health and well-being. Um, so sophomore year, I really started tracking my macros. Um, like I was obsessive about it. And the one thing that I did wrong is that I was tracking my macros at the completely wrong level. So I was trying to live off 1,400 calories a day as a student walking like 15,000 plus steps every single day, going to the gym, doing hard cardio, lifting weights, like that is <laughs> probably half the amount of calories that I needed for the day. And I remember there was one time like freshman, sophomore year where I like went to the gym after class and I made it halfway back to my dorm and I had to like sit down because I was feeling so nauseous and like I was going to pass out. So I definitely was not eating enough, but I didn't know that because this is another thing that we're going to talk about is just, you know, as women were told that we need like this super low amount of calories. Um, so I was just going off that cause that's what I knew. Um, then summer or spring of some spring and summer of 2017 um i decided to up my macros to about 1800 calories which to me was like oh my god like this is so much food and i felt a 10 billion times better i instantly started seeing the results i wanted i started leaning out a lot more um the summer of 2017 was when i first saw my abs and that was like a miracle <laughs> i was like so excited for that um and so i really developed kind of a good relationship with tracking my food but it did get kind of obsessive so I do have that personality where if I like sick my mind to something, it becomes an obsession and like that's not that great when you're in relationship to food, but it wasn't as bad as like my sophomore year fall semester. Fall 2017, so this is my junior year of high, or high school, my junior year of college, um, I stopped tracking because I got mono. We all know that. <laughs> Um, what a fun time in my life, but, uh, I just kind of hopped off the bandwagon because I was like, you know, like, I feel like absolute garbage. I'm not going to sit here and track what I'm eating. Like, I'm just going to eat whatever makes me feel good. And then I really haven't tracked since, um, it's just been kind of like intuitive eating in quotations, just kind of being mindful of what I'm eating throughout the day, but not being obsessive over it. Anyways, yeah, I haven't really tracked since, but I do kind of want to get back into it because I know I'm not eating enough and I'm eating more of the wrong things. Again, wrong in quotation marks, wrong for my my body. And um, I just don't want to feel guilty after eating certain things. Like I feel like when I track, I don't feel as guilty because I know it's it's okay. So that's kind of my nutrition journey. 
Um, but yeah, nothing too serious. But so this is when we get really similar again. Yeah, we're essentially the same person. Um. So. I guess my relationship with food, I think it started in eighth grade, actually, which was a lot before Abigail. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've talked about this not really much on my platform. I did, like, a guest post about it on thebloomly.com. But I will – let me backtrack. In middle school, I was, like, overweight. But, like, I've always been 5'5", but I think in middle school I weighed, like, 133 pounds. But it was all – like, none of it was muscle, so, like, it was a lot, which – like, I weigh, like, 156 now, but, like, I'm a lot leaner than I was then. So, like, I was a chubby kid, and uh, I had this one friend, in quotation marks, that would make fun of me about it. We're obviously not friends anymore. Um, But, so, like, it was because of her that I kind of did it, but, like, I don't want to blame it on her. But, like, she kind of, like, kick-started me, like, thinking badly about myself. And then I started... I think that was the end of my eighth grade. So, like, into, like, sophomore, no, into freshman year of high school, I, like, started eating, like, what I thought was healthier. I remember eating, like, Luna bars, and I thought I was, like, the epitome of health. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> I know. It's because, like, well, you're not really taught, like, what's healthy and what's not. Like, we didn't have health class until, like, high school, and, like, even then, it's, like, just basic stuff. Like, this is a carb and this is a fat. Like, it's not, like, we don't have, like, nutrition classes, you know? So yeah, I just did what I found online, which was, like, fad diets. And so I think I had actually set it to be, like, at 1,200 a day, which was less than you, which I was bigger than you, so that was not good. Like, taller. Yeah. Um. So I never, like, got diagnosed with anything, and, but I think I had what's called orthorexia, which just means that, like... There's not, like, a specific thing that you do, but it's more that you're obsessed with living a healthy lifestyle to a damaging point. Mm. Um, Like, in the worst part of it, my freshman year of high school, it'd get to the point where I wanted to work out every day, and if I missed a workout one day, I would do, like, two workouts the next day. Like, I remember, because I lived in Texas my freshman year of high school, and I remember it was, like, 100 degrees one day, and I ran two miles, because that was my workout of the day. And then I didn't work out the day before, so I waited, like, five hours, and then I went and ran another two miles, like, in the 100-degree weather. And I was like, wow, I'm crazy. I shouldn't do that anymore. Um, So it was, like, like, the intense part of it lasted, like, a year and a half. But then, like, at the end of my freshman year, I was like, wow, I really shouldn't be doing this. This is not good for me. So I, like, started to, like, try, like, by myself to, like, make it, like, stop, which is, like, very difficult because, like, you need food every day. It's not like you can just, like not do it anymore like it's a weird addiction obsession thing so like is difficult but like I'm at a much better place today like I still have days where I'm like oh like I don't really want to eat dinner like I had a day like that the other day and I was like well I ate dinner anyways I had cereal so I ate something um but I'm like a thousand times better than I used to be like six seven I don't know how long ago that was eight years seven years I don't know why am I a math major (laughs) (laughs) um so like there's that but like it would i would do things like i would eat twelve thousand calories a day and i'd have to eat every two hours so that my metabolism would be at its best and i would try to work out every day because like those are the things i found online that were like this is how you lose weight but like you lost weight but not in a healthy way which is not what you want to do so there's that 
and then my so my sophomore year my junior year of high school like me trying to like get past it and so I think I did good my sophomore year and then my junior year is when I kind of got into like working out more like actually working out not just like work out to lose weight so I followed a bunch of like fitness instagrammers and they were doing what was called like if it fits your macros do you know what that is yeah yeah so it was like for those of you who don't know what it is your macros are like how many carbs uh fat and protein you should be eating in a day wow I forgot what protein was And you do, like, this online calculator to, like, figure out how much you're supposed to have, which isn't even accurate when I think about it now. You should always go to a nutritionist or doctor when you're trying to do these things. Yeah, or you just use, like, use that as a guideline, you know? Yeah, you don't have to be exact, which is what I was doing. I was trying to hit it exactly. Yeah. And at first it made me realize, like, wow, I'm not eating enough at all. Like, I need to be eating a lot more. So, like, that was, like, that felt really good. I was, like, it really helped me start to eat more, which was good because I needed to eat more. But then I became too obsessed with it, and, like, if we'd go out to eat, I'd be like, I can't eat that because I don't know how to track that. Yeah. So then I stopped doing it. Um, I tried doing it again my freshman year of college, but it just felt, like, way too obsessive, so I stopped. I'll never do counting macros again because I'm just too obsessive of personality. I can't do it. It works for some people. I can't do it. I can't even track what I eat anymore because I just think too much about it. So I'm just very conscientious eater. Like... I don't, I don't really have, like, the guilt that some people have with stuff. Like, I'll eat ice cream, no problem, I don't care. But, like, it's more like if I eat too much is when I feel guilty because I'm, like, I knew I was hungry, but I kept eating. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. But, like, there's that. And then besides that, my sophomore year in college, the fall, I started practicing vegetarianism. So I'm still vegetarian. So it's been, like, two and a half years. So I didn't, people always ask me how this happened, but basically the summer before my sophomore year, there's this YouTuber I used to follow called Marissa Lace. She was vegan. She didn't like, she wasn't a vegan YouTuber, but she just was vegan and she talked about it sometimes. Um, and there was one day that she, she just called meat flesh one day and it grossed me out. Ew. And I was trying to, I know, I was trying to eat. Uh, like I think lunch meat the next day and I almost vomited so I didn't eat it anymore and then after that like every week I'd be like I'm gonna count how many times I eat meat this week and I'd be like I want to eat it four times and then I'd be like okay this week I want to eat it three times and there was like one week where I realized that I hadn't eaten it at all and I was like well let's just not eat it anymore Um, so that's kind of how it started and now it's more kind of like I still don't like the taste of it because I've tried going back, and I, because I tried fish again, I still don't like it anymore, um, and I tried chicken nuggets again, didn't like them anymore, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna stay vegetarian, so yeah, whatever, I haven't had any, like, major difficulties with it, some people say that when you turn vegetarian, you have difficulties getting iron, but I feel like if I had difficulties getting iron, that I might, I wouldn't have my period every month, so I have my period every month, so I'm, I think I'm good with the iron. I don't know. My blood work will tell me, I guess, from the gynecologist. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't really have any problems with it. So that's my journey. You can't see me, but I'm awkwardly smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one thing that we kind of both fell into were these quote unquote fad diets, right? Yeah. So, I personally 
hate how the word diet is used in today's society. So the word diet is just what you eat. And I feel like today, in today's world, the word diet is kind of like, oh, I'm going on a diet. Like, yeah, it's you're restricting yourself, you know, stuff like that. But in all reality, like, this is my diet is just what you're eating in the day. So I did a blog post about this, I think, like, two years ago. And it's called, (coughs) oh, my goodness. Dying over here. Please don't die. <laughs> it's called. <I> you. <laughs> it's called. Food is your friend, and it just oh, kind I of talks that. about what. That was a good one. I remember that. Yeah, it kind of just talks about um, how all of these like quick fix things are like just BS, and it they're not real. Juice cleanses are pointless and a thousand calories is not enough (laughs) um and it kind of just addresses all of that and i'm honestly really proud of that that was like kind of a rant post but it's really good we're gonna put it in the show notes um but i just feel like there's so much stuff going around, especially on Instagram with all these fit teas and juice cleanses and all this stuff that it's just putting into the mind of women, especially like young girls who are super vulnerable to believe all this stuff. And, you know, a lot of us go for years suffering and we like aren't happy and we don't have a lot of energy and all this stuff because, you know, we're told in quotes from all of these celebrities that this is how you're supposed to do it when in reality that's like the complete opposite thing that you're supposed to do i just i i was gonna interject when you were talking about it but i just wanted to look at the word diet i think it's because it's supposed to just be like what you eat like think about it in the terms of like because i took like an anthropology class mm-hmm. and then we'd be like when we were talking about different cultures we'd be like okay and this per this culture's diet is and it's not like Oh, that's what they do when they want to lose weight. Like, it's what they eat in general. Like Yeah. So, obviously, like, the word is not being used correctly. And I don't like the new connotation or meaning, yeah. definition, whatever, for it. But then also, like, there's, like, I, like, come from a family that, like, always does fad diets. Like, right now, most of my family is doing the keto diet. Mm-hmm. And, like, my mom used to do Weight Watchers and... Uh, like, my aunts and stuff always talk about how they need to lose weight, and they're, like, smaller than I am, and I'm just, like, um, obviously we're being told something that isn't true somewhere. I don't know where it began, how it began, I don't know, but something's wrong with society today, you guys, and I just had a list, but ignore that. (laughs) Yeah, and I definitely think, (laughs) just, like, all these fad diets are definitely not helpful um now i do have like keto i feel like is helpful for some people so Mm -hmm. if you go to a nutritionist or something like that there's different percentages of people that use carbs fats and protein as fuel sources and some people utilize fat and protein way more than they utilize carbs so in that case keto is going to be very beneficial to them um so I have a friend uh and he <clears throat> he started doing keto I think like almost a year ago and he it's just like worked so well for him and he's got his mom on it now and like both of them are doing so well and I feel like every diet has its place 
for some people, but when you start to be like, oh, everyone needs to do the keto diet, like everyone hops onto keto, like that's not smart. You need to do your research beforehand and go to a doctor and try things before you're like, oh, I'm going to do this one, you know? Yeah, um, speaking of, like, different people, like, different diets will work for them, so there's this other YouTuber called Miss Remy Ashton, no, I love and her. she, did you watch her video that she did with, uh, Kim Kardashian's nutritionist? Of course I did. <laughs> okay, so, like, in that one, so if you want to know more of what we're talking about, I'll link this video in the show notes, but she goes and talks to an actual nutritionist, and he explains to her that different people use, like, fats, proteins, carbohydrates in different ways, and he has to take all these measurements and stuff to figure out which one, like, she does so she knows what kind of stuff she needs to be eating to maintain a healthy weight or lose more weight if that's what she wants. So I don't remember which one hers was, but there there were, like, three different kinds. Um, so I think it'd be really interesting just to find, like, which one I am, but I'm too lazy to go to the nutritionist and I don't care anymore. So <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to do that. But, like, that's just something to think about because maybe you're the kind of person that your body needs a lot of carbs. So keto would work awful for you, you know? Yeah. That's just something to, like, that's what we're trying to, like, tell you. Yeah. And there's also a lot of, well, this is getting kind of, like, not just, like, general nutrition stuff, but there's also a lot of stuff and research done, like, if you have certain medical conditions. Like, for me, with PCOS and eczema, um... <clears throat> Apparently, I have not tried this yet, but we're looking into it, but a lower carb diet is apparently really, really good because for me, with PCOS, you have insulin resistance, which means you can't like process carbs as easily. I think that's what that means. Something like that. It has something to do with carbs and like not being able to um, utilize them properly. Um, So for me, a higher carb or a higher protein higher fat diet might work better for me but just because that's what I'm doing doesn't mean that's what like someone else should do so you also have to take into consideration like what medical conditions you have because this I'm also about to get on a rant here (laughs) like the whole medical the whole medical industry and like food so I did a project my freshman year of college and it was a paper about how like food is essentially medicine. And we live in the society where it's all about like going to the doctor and being prescribed pills for things. But people don't take into consideration that what you are consuming and what you put into your body is going to directly like reflect on the outside or within your body. Like your body is made up of the food that you consume. So if you're eating crappy food, like, chances are you might have some more medical issues than if you don't eat crappy food. So I think a big part of it is you need to focus on, especially just with, like, health issues and stuff. Like, yes, yeah, some of them require medical attention and stuff like this. So I don't – I'm sorry. I just got a text message and I just got distracted. But I think it's really important that you address things from a nutritional standpoint first and then, like – if things still aren't working, you know, seek a doctor to see if something else is really wrong. But a lot of stuff that we are treating with medicine today can be cured through nutrition. Like, okay, I'm going to say this. So whenever I was in, like, the worst part of, like, whatever I had freshman year of high school, I had, like, really brittle nails. My nails would always break. My hair was falling out. My hair was breaking. I had, like, 
Worst skin ever. There's a spider. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a spider. <laughs> <laughs> Let me kill the spider. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Um, your nails were breaking. Your oh, my nails were breaking. My hair is falling out. All my skin is awful. Whatever, whatever. And I remember I was like, oh, if I take this vitamin, it'll go away. If I take this vitamin, it'll go away. Like, if I do, like, all these multivitamins and stuff. But no, it was just like I wasn't eating enough food. I wasn't eating the right foods with the right nutrition, nu- nutrients. And when I started eating better, like, later in high school, like, all those problems went away. Like, so it just kind of, like, you should use nutrition as, like, medicine first unless it's something that's very pressing and you need to see a doctor. Yeah. Like, don't just stuff yourself with pills. Yeah. I just think it's so cool how, like, what you eat really affects, like, your body. It's just yeah, it's so, so cool. interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, One other thing, speaking of, like, diets and stuff, so being vegetarian. Um, so a lot of people think that, like, vegetarianism, um, which is, like, the, the, I read a whole paper about this, you guys, um, but vegetarian is, like, the umbrella term for all types of vegetarian and veganism, so veganism is the most intense form of vegetarianism, so when I say, like, right now when I'm saying vegetarian, I mean, like, all of them. But people think that when you go vegetarian, like, you're not getting enough nutrients. It's impossible to get all the nutrients without supplements, which is maybe possible if you have very strict dietary needs or you're a very picky eater. But most people actually have no problems, even if they are pregnant and or they have medical needs, which is something that I feel like it's just a bunch of people that are saying, oh, vegetarianism is bad. And I feel like that kind of started just from, like, the meat movement, which is my own conspiracy theory, first of all. (laughs) Not saying it's a fact. But I did write a whole 10-page paper about it. So, you know, if you want to know more about it, I have the papers. (laughs) And it's, like, my favorite thing ever to, like, prove to people, like, oh, you can be vegetarian and still be healthy and get all your nutrients and live a healthy life. So I just wanted to, like, slip that in there when we were talking about stuff that was relevant. (laughs) But also, like, me being a vegetarian is, and, like, I couldn't do the keto diet because most of what I eat is carbs. Yeah. So, like, that also plays into, like, stuff, too. Okay, so now that we've talked about kind of, like, fad diets and how they irritate us to no end. (laughs) Ranting for 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) We should kind of get into just general nutrition advice, I think, for people who are just really confused about where to start. I think we should have said at the beginning of this episode that we're not nutritionists. We are not nutritionists. (laughs) I've been thinking that for like the past 10 minutes. I'm like, we just need to say that. (laughs) This is just what we've experienced with, let's see, almost three years in the fitness world, kind of. And I feel like every, every girl honestly goes through the same like i think series of events you know mm-hmm. like Most oh girls, then you, yeah. you yeah you then you like you stop eating a lot and then you start tracking you become obsessive and then you stop yeah it's just like it's a whole roller coaster i feel like um i'm really shaky right now because i had a lot of coffee <laughs> it just hit me <laughs> um so i think like the first thing is that finding the right diet for you takes time and effort it's not an overnight thing you know yeah it's kind of how we were talking earlier like if you don't go to a nutritionist you don't know what kind of 
diet works for you. I hate using the word diet. Um, but you know what kind of diet we mean. <laughs> yeah. We had like a whole 10 minutes feel about it. And I think like the first step into really understanding nutrition and understanding what your body needs is to start cooking at home first off and prioritizing whole foods and not the store um (laughs) (laughs) actual (laughs) foods and stuff over prepackaged processed things because just in that like changing that aspect of your diet what you eat you're gonna see a lot of difference so i'd say like that's honestly the first step is just to kind of slowly transition into eating more whole foods. Yeah, I definitely say, like, because um, growing up, my family, like, my mom didn't cook. We ate out, like, McDonald's, Burger King all the time. And so whenever I decided, like, I'm going to eat more vegetables and stuff, like, I felt, like, so much better. But you don't realize you feel better until you try to go back to eating all the processed foods and you're like, wow, oh, I feel yeah. like shit. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, like, honestly the first step and that's like the first smart step is just to not even start tracking what you're eating but just slowly transition and then I feel like once you kind of establish that then you can go into seeing a nutritionist or you know playing around with your macros and and trying things um so also I mean you're essentially like your own science experiment (laughs) Yeah, that's when really it comes weird. to this, it is. <laughs> but um, like my dad did this one thing I remember. So he has like kind of like the obsessive personality like I do. And in high school, he did this thing where he would track every single day. He can lose weight like it's nobody's business. It's not fair. But <laughs> he would he did this thing where in the spring he likes to cut down and lose some weight after christmas and you know drinking a lot (laughs) me and so he would track his weight every single day and he did this experiment on himself where he would he did six weeks i think with no like not even exercising but just like transforming what or just like eating better and then he did like six weeks of adding exercise and he saw more results with just what he ate than he did when he was working out wow yeah so (laughs) he's really into all of that stuff but i think that really just shows how important it is with like what you eat yeah um i remember reading this a lot on pinterest like abs are 70 percent in the kitchen which probably is not accurate, but, like, it is more important about what you eat than, like, how much you exercise. Yeah, and I think that goes into the 80-20 rule, which is thrown around a lot in the fitness community. But it's kind of, like, 80% of the time you're really just, like, focusing on getting whole foods and, like, decent nutrition. And then the other 20% of the time you can eat kind of whatever you want. Like, I am a full advocate of eating donuts and ice cream and cheesecake and like junk food every once in a while. Now recently I've not been doing well with that because I've been sick, but that's a that's an exception. But I think just slowly trans- transitioning into eating more whole foods and slowly transitioning into eating 80/20 is a great place for anybody to start. And 
I wouldn't really worry about, especially if you're transitioning into eating more whole foods, about eating too much because chances are like what you're going to be eating less than what you were eating when Mm -hmm. you were eating like junk food. Another way to like keep track of like the 80-20 rule, I know Lauren Lindmark does this from Daily Dose of Charm. She, because she's lactose intolerant, um, she'll eat really good, which she says good Monday through Friday, and then she'll allow herself to have dairy or whatever she wants on the weekends, which is another thing that you could do, or just like choose one, one day where if you're just starting out, you can choose one day. You're like, I'm going to eat completely, really, really good today, completely something that I normally don't eat, all whole foods, avocado salad, I don't know, smoothie, <laughs> broccoli, I don't know. <laughs> just start out all these green foods. <laughs> Just start somewhere. That's all. Just start somewhere. Yeah. Well, like two summers ago when I um, was tra- I was working at a gym and I was tracking everything, I would have ice cream every day. Like I'm not going to – I like I still to this day kind of have like one quote-unquote unhealthy thing every single day because like that's what gets me th- – not gets me through, but like it makes me happy. So yeah. I feel like if you eat – like all your snacks, breakfast, lunch, dinner are good. You know, you can have a small cup of ice cream. Keyword small. You don't need to eat half the carton. <laughs> Unless it's like Halo Top and then go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just I think that's a really good first step for anyone. And then if you're really, really, really confused about where to start, see a nutritionist. And I think that's good for anyone to do. Like, I kind of want to go see one just as it is. I think but... it'd be cool to go see one and then, like, do a blog post about it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we if we both went, we could do a podcast episode about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what they would tell me that I don't already know. Because, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it would be pretty cool to go, to go see. Yeah. Well, that was all, everything from my brain about this topic. Yeah, mine too. Okay. I just don't, like I just don't want girls in general to just be like suffering yeah. and not eating enough because it's really sad when that happens. It is really sad. When I see someone and I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" Yeah, my friends are always... like when I it's more of like when I overhear someone and they're like, "Yeah, so I can only eat like this much every day." And I'm like, "What?" Like I want to run over there and be like, "Oh my god, like no." <laughs> Yeah, like Let me friend- tell you my story. <laughs> my friends always tell me they appreciate, like, how I'm not, like, afraid to eat, quote, unquote, junk food. Like, I'll go out for dessert with them or, uh, yeah. like, donuts or something. Like, you only get one life. Like, why not enjoy it? I know. Yeah. I used to, like, I used to tell myself, I'm going to be fat when I'm 40, but I'm going to be healthy now. And now I'm just like, I don't care. I'm going to eat what I want now. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm 40 to eat donuts. Like, that's too long. Yeah. Like, and it, everything's just important in moderation. Exactly. Which is why I used to have a peanut butter cup every day. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. But it was only one. So we love mod- Sometimes it was two. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. This was not as long as I thought it would be, which is kind of good, but I think it's because we got so heated we were talking really quickly, so we apologize. I feel like it was (laughs) jam-packed with information, though. It was. So, you know, go ahead. 
We should have said this in the beginning, but if you want to go back and listen to it and take some notes, feel free. <laughs> um, I just, I really hope this episode speaks to someone, helps someone, at least one person. That's always, like, my hope with, like, sharing stuff like this, really personal stuff, mm-hmm. so... Thanks, you guys, for listening. We, as always, greatly appreciate it. Um, do not forget to enter the giveaway because there's a new rule now. If you just share, if you just, oh, my God, if I cannot pronounce S's, if you just share a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on social media, that was a lot of S's, you can enter the giveaway that way because um, we'll get notified if you tag us on Instagram or Twitter. So we'll just DM you, ask you. Or you want the sticker sent, that easy stuff, you know? So, do that. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagrams are linked below, as well as our Twitter and our email. If you would like to send us something, feel free. You can use any of those channels to send us questions for our Q&A episode. Um, the crazier the question, the better, I always say. Honestly. I know. Um, or it could just be literally anything you want to know about us, or just you want to see us falter over something we don't know the answer to, go yeah. right ahead. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I always have, I'm always just like waiting, I'm like, okay, I just want to say bye, but I have to wait for Abigail first. <laughs> <laughs> that's me at the end of every episode, you guys. <laughs> Uh, I also did this, like, really weird dance just now, and I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, <on that> note, <laughs> I guess we will talk to you guys in another episode next week. Okay, bye!